0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another edition of Sicker or Poor. I'm going dolo on that ass because White is working, and I thought I would chime in a little bit about some of the NBA offseason moves because I'm honestly, just like I did on my last one, last episode, I'm sick of hearing about it, okay? Now, first and foremost, we always got to talk about my Lakers. People thought... Like I said before, we lost out because Kawhi didn't want to come. Basically because he was scared to be on the same team as LeBron because, you know, LeBron's going to run that shit. And I don't think he can handle the pressure of what it means to put on that purple and gold. But let's, let's talk about what's happened since then. They don't get Kawhi. All right. They do get my boy Boogie, like I told you last time. And if you haven't seen the picture, this dude has lost probably 30 pounds. Y'all are bullshitting. Y'all are sleeping on my dude right now. Because before he got hurt, he was a beast. Also, I want to correct myself. The last time I said that, I kept saying ACL for some reason. I don't know why. But it was his Achilles, not his ACL. But I don't give a fuck. I'm sure you knew what I was talking about. Now, Boogie's lost weight. Boogie's getting in shape. And he's balling, hooping all summer. Okay. Then we got... Danny, I shoot threes all day, in your face. Green. He's, he's coming off a championship. I think he has two or three championships now. Two or three chips. That's how many LeBron has. Now, obviously, LeBron does a little bit more than Danny Green. But as you know, excuse me, as you know, LeBron likes shooters. That's what he lacked last year. We had motherfuckers who was trying to shoot threes who couldn't. They try to make themselves into a three-point shooter. That doesn't work. We also got, so people start, after that, people start talking about, well, who's going to play defense? Who's going to play defense? Who's going to play defense? Because they say LeBron only plays defense every once in a while when he needs to. Obviously, Anthony Davis to do his thing. Kuz does a little bit, but not very much. So who's going to play D? What do my Lakers go out and do? They get themselves Avery Bradley. And if you know who that is, and if you don't, look him up. He is known for his defense. He also has a little side corner three that is going to come in handy, right? So that's defense. They got Troy Daniels, which is just a good backup point guard that can come in, veteran leadership, do his thing. And then I, I love – people are, are sleeping on Jared Dudley. They think because he's slow as fuck that he's not going to do anything. I personally feel that he's uh, he's a great insert into the into the team. He comes in, he takes charges, he'll hit some threes, he'll make some big plays when when they need to be made. And he's been a veteran, he's been around to different teams, but he just wants to play and he wants to win. Don't sleep on my dudes. We lost Lonzo, next. Ingram, next. Hart, okay that hurts a little bit. Hart hurts, get it. Uh, Mo Wagner, whatever. Banga, no. Jones, no. Muscala, trash anyways. Bullock, trashed, never should have had him. We got JaVel McGee back. Caruso, who's an up and coming guard. He's been playing, he's been on a two-way contract for the last couple of years. He's he's a white dude who you might think he can't play ball, but he'd come in and drop 50 on anybody. Like if you've seen him towards the end of the season, he was dunking on fools. I mean, rim rattling. Even LeBron was impressed. Let's talk about some of the other teams. Most recently, actually I'm just gonna go straight to the big piece. Russell Westbrook to the Rockets for Chris Paul and like all these fucking like picks and blah 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 blah. Please please someone out there explain to me how two ball dominant people can be on the same team and they and their owner is under the mindset like they're they're in a championship position. How? Now you have two guards that lead um, usage, the usage rate, right? You can look it up. They have the ball in their hands 80% of the game. So you're going to tell me Westbrook, who has been declining with his jump shot over the years, is what? Is he going to stand in the corner and wait for a three while Harden does his whatever he does? I'm not – and he's amazing at it. It's boring to watch at times because there's only so many times I can get excited about you shaking someone and doing a step back, okay, or drawing a foul. As we've seen in the playoffs, that works for a while, and it's fun to watch during the season, et cetera, et cetera, but when it comes down to the playoffs where people know what you're doing, you might be able to put up 30, but the rest of the team is not going to be able to do anything, and if you get put up 30 and it takes you 40 shots, um, I'm not really sure if that's... a a positive now they got rid of Chris Paul because because Chris Paul was saying yo we need to have a different game plan because we're not going to win and basically um, Harden said listen it's either me or Chris Paul which I get it you're going to pick Harden over that but Chris Paul even, at the, even though he's been in the league for a while and people say he's lost a step, I would take him on the Lakers any day of the week. Side note, he should have been on the Lakers this whole time. Davis Stern, wherever you are, eat a dick. You you vetoed a trade that would have brought Chris Paul to the Lakers because you were upset because it wouldn't have been fair. Fast forward, look at our league now. Okay. Just a little word to the wise. But you have a point guard Chris Paul can shoot more than shoot better than uh, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook will get hot and he'll hit a bunch of threes or he'll hit a bunch of shots, but he's not consistent. Do you think he's gonna continue his triple double streak when there's another guy on the team who gets triple doubles now too? I don't think so. So I just I'm confused on how that offense is gonna work per se. Um. D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors, whatever. Uh, The Pistons added some good people. I think Derrick Rose is about to have a breakout year. Um, He played really well for Minnesota last year. Uh, Morris, whatever, rock, chop, Jayhawk. Who else? I wanted Seth Curry to come to the Lakers, but fortunately he went to the Mavericks. It's his second stint with them. Most recently, the Cavaliers waved – what's his face? Uh, J.R. Smith. People are saying he's going to come to the Lakers, but he's not. I know he's he's homies with LeBron, but honestly his jump shot is kind of trash these days, and I don't know what he's been doing because he's basically been inactive since the middle of the season. So unless he's been really getting it in, um, pause, uh, you're going to – I don't think he's going to be up, up to par. Plus, right now, we're in a win-now win, win now situation with the Lakers. So if you're not going to come in and be able to contribute a lot, then there's no really no spot for you, okay? Other than that, I'm not too impressed. Whatever. Everyone wants to talk about the Nets. I don't really care. Um, obviously, Kevin Durant is sick, and he can shoot. He can drive. He can do all those things. I don't think it's gonna his Achilles is really gonna affect him. Uh, I think it's bullshit what happened with the Warriors, obviously, but I don't think it's gonna affect him affect him in the long run. When you're seven foot and you shoot, I don't know, thirty eight foot threes, it doesn't really matter. Um, and then when you when you rise up to shoot your jump shot, you go to like seven two. I mean, we've seen it. It's you don't have to be that quick to get that jump shot up. So I don't think that's really gonna um, phase him. People always talk about. Oh, Dominic Wilkins, you know, he came back the best, but he still was a a couple feet, or excuse me, a couple steps slower. These two are not the same. Dominic Wilkins was the human highlight reel, you know? So he was dunking, he was driving to the hoop, that sort of stuff. That was his game. Taking elbow jumpers, taking threes, threes off the dribble, catch and shoot, all that stuff, he didn't do those things. That's Kevin Durant's game and Dominic was not 7 foot. So, I'm not really too worried about it. That being said, I'm a huge Kyrie fan. Um, I was hoping he would come to the Lakers. I think him and LeBron should have got one more run in, one or two, but it's okay. I think he'll do well with the Nets, but I don't think it's going to be too different than what happened in Boston. Unless he changes his game a little bit. He's always he's the best ball handler I think in the league. Um, And when he's really hot, he can shoot lights out from anywhere. But he's ball dominant as well. So you have a bunch of young bucks that are up and coming. You got the Nets that are playing well or played well last year. They had Russell doing their thing, doing his thing, and now he's with the Warriors. But now you have a guard that for him to get his numbers, he needs the ball in his hand. He's not coming off picks. Um, He's not, you know, you're not setting a down screen for him to pop up. He wants the ball from half court or three quarter court, and he wants to dribble down and he's gonna shake the shit out of somebody, make a lot of shots. But he's also gonna take some random shots that uh, aren't that good of, that aren't that good of offense. But like I said, a lot of times he makes it. But that being said, with the with the Nets, it is what it is. I think in two years when Durant's fully healed and he's back yeah, they might make some noise. It's the East. The East isn't that strong. Even with the moves that made, that were made, uh, the East isn't that strong. It's always going to be the West. It always has been, you know, except when Jordan was around because he's the best ever. But that's two years away. People want to talk about the Clippers because they, they won, what, 48 games last year or some shit. I don't care. It's fine. Like, Oh, you know, they're the. all of a sudden they think they're the big boy in town. Again, you're the ugly duckling, okay? You're the cousin that doesn't get invited to the barbecue. So stop. The Lakers are the people having the barbecue. So quit bullshitting. Adding Kawhi does not make you an automatic championship contender. Adding Paul George doesn't make you an automatic contender. They have to see how they can play together, um, first of all second of all like it is what it is the lakers last year were in fourth place lebron got hurt shut it down they've gotten better they've gotten rid of people that couldn't shoot and replaced them with shooters they got ad who's a walking 2020 and it's gonna it's gonna be a whole different season and if you don't think so eat a dick look me up however all that being said It's basketball. It's the middle of summer, but I love the fact that basketball is dominating um, ESPN and all those good things. Shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team. That was awesome. Um, I watched the game with the family. I watched the finals. And all I know in the, what was it, the semifinals when Alex Morgan hit the goal against England and did the teacup, that was clutch. That was sick. Um, I'm still laughing about it. People got mad. Here's my thing: if you get mad, if people are celebrating, buck up and stop them. If you can buck up and stop them, then they're not going to be doing shit. They're going to be watching you win the game, or, or they're going to be frustrated, etc. There's not going to be any celebration. But if you're getting your ass handed to you all the time and you can't stop anybody, it's time to look in the mirror and say, well, what are we doing?" Don't get mad do will say, oh, well, that's just uh, that's distasteful and I don't think that's the thing to do, et cetera, et cetera. Shut the fuck up. Just play defense and stop them. Don't get mad. Play defense and stop them. Uh, it's one of those things that if you want to dictate how the situation is going to go, then do it. But you got to either put up or shut up. That's my thing. When I play sports, when I'm in everything in my life, If you want to try to tell me how to do something, you better be really good at it and show me that you're better than me at it, and then we can go from there. Other than that, sit back, grab your popcorn, take notes, follow our lead, and go about your business, Uh, just like the women's soccer team did. Um, I do believe they should be paid equal. Shit, at this point, they should be paid more. Let's look at the, the stats. The last World Cup, the men did not make the World Cup. Let that sink in for a second. Let that marinate. The females have won four titles. I mean, what are we doing different? We, we, the men's team are getting different coaches, they're trying this, trying this. Like, why, why are they getting paid more? Like, we should take a second. Maybe some of those girls need to come over to the men's team and they can play and hopefully get them qualified. Because every time I look up, the men's team is losing. We're America. We're America. Why aren't we good? You know, and if you see the the female team and they're winning constantly, like all the time, not like randomly, every single time. And then you see the men and they're like nowhere near the same. I'm just confused on where, what, what is the difference? I'm not sure. What else? Oh, if you have not watched the show, Million Dollar Mile, produced by Bron Bron, you need to get on, t- get on your little fucking TV, whoever you have, Cox or I don't know the rest of them, AT&T, whatever, get that show, watch it. Now, I will I will admit a little tidbit. I go for the Defenders, okay? Here's how it works. You have someone who comes on the the TV or the TV, the the show, like a Joe Schmo like me, doing whatever, blase, blase. They find someone that has like a story and they bring them on, right? Then you're going to go against a defender who's like a professional, I don't know, obstacle course runner, Spartan, uh, shit that I've never heard of, but when I watch the show, you can ask wifey. I just repeat what other people said, so it sounds like I know what I'm talking about, but I really don't, Um, but they're professionals, so either they're getting paid something, well, obviously, to be on the show, they're probably getting paid, and then they're probably sponsors them, so you have those defenders going against the Joe Schmoes like us. Now, the reason I don't go for the Joe Schmoes is because they get on there, first and foremost, I don't want to hear everyone's woe is me story. I get it. I'm the first person to say I care about people, I want to help them. I listen. It's part of my profession. It's part of who I am, it's how I coach, et cetera. But I don't want to turn on the TV, and every time I watch anything, it is, oh, just, I can't do this. I can't do this. I was told I couldn't do this, so I wanted to come on the show. And it's sometimes, yes, that go, that is okay, um, and sometimes it's connected. But on this type of show, I don't really understand it. The last one we watched, the family and I, this female came on there and said, I've never done an obstacle course, but I've gone through many obstacles in my life. Uh, I'll sit here for a second while you think about that. Say what? I was shocked. I've never been on an obstacle course, but because I've been through obstacles in my life, I'm gonna be successful on an obstacle course TV show? Come on, man. This is taped, so like, when someone gets up there and they say something stupid like that, someone who's ever running the show needs to be like, time out, cut, you're out, next person. Because that is some wild ass shit, if you ask me. Wild ass shit that that's what they're saying. Like, am I supposed to be confident? Like, all you do is just watch the defenders kick the shit out of all these Joe Schmoes. Like, they get a two minute head start, and 90% of the time, the people are caught up with them after the second uh, obstacle, sometimes on the first. So that's why I'm team defender, because if you get up there and you tell me one more fucking time, oh, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't get I was told I couldn't play this or I wasn't very good at this. And now when I'm an adult, I've learned how to play sports. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Get up there and say, listen, I wasn't very good at sports when I was a kid. What was me? What was me? But now I want to try this out because I'm on TV and LeBron James produced the show. I want to try to get some money. That's why you're there. Oh, I'm here to prove something to myself. Blah, blah, blah. You want to prove something to yourself. Well, you can enlist into the military. You can go be a fireman, policeman. You can go fucking fight bulls, run with bulls, whatever the hell you want. But there's ways that you can prove yourself that does not include being on TV with Tim Tebow and hopefully running into LeBron, et cetera, and then getting your ass handed to you by a defender. That's not even, it's not even good TV, man. Um, so I, did, I cheer for the defenders uh, and <laughs> my family laughs and stuff like that, but that's who I, I cheer for. I mean, why not? I I'm, Until I get someone who comes up and is just like, yeah, I played sports my whole life, you know, I want to do this. I want to win some money for my family. Uh, I'm determined, and he or she comes up yoked, ready to go. I'm going for the defenders because all the contestants say some stupid ass shit. There's one dude who's like, he made fun of the best guy on the show, the best defender. He said something like, because he was intimidated, and a lot of a lot of times when people are intimidated, they say some stupid shit because they think, oh, I'll be I'll be slick with it. Oh, if I was five three, I, I would say something to or whatever the fuck this dude got his ass handed to him okay you get a two minute head start so if you don't win any money and you have two minute head start that just means you're fucking stupid like you have to be just not in shape not able to like figure out where to run to not strong not whatever it is but then you make fun of the guy and the guy like I, I want to tell you him and this other lady, when they went up, they climb up this wall with the rope. I promise you, they're Spider-Man. I, I, they're superheroes. It looks like they are just floating up the wall on like on fast forward, where you can see the contestants and they're struggling. I'm saying I'll say, listen, if you're gonna go on a show, go on there, Gully. Go on there and just be like, I'm so and so. I'm here to do my best. I've done this. I've been preparing for this. I don't, and I would say, actually, hold on, I'm gonna say it to me. I'm gonna act like I'm on the show. I am Joe Smith. I'm from Cali. I'm on the show cause I wanna win some money. I don't need to tell you, woe is me stories. I don't need to tell you something to connect to your heart. I'm here to, to compete. I'm here to win. And I'm, the only way I'm not going to win, the only way I'm not going to succeed is if you I pass out and you have to drag me off or I fucking die. Let's go. And Tim Tebow would probably look at me like, let me pray for you. Shut the fuck up, Tim Tebow. Start the clock. Oh, let me talk. Shut the fuck up, Tim Tebow. Start the clock. And I wouldn't say nothing to the defender. I respect them. But I'm not going to say shit. We're at war. Okay. Now, I know what real war is because I've been in it, but we're at war on this million dollar mile. I'm not shaking your hand. I'm not saying like some people say, oh, I follow you on Instagram and this time the third. If I'm a defender and someone comes up and says, I follow you on the gram, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. And you best focus on running really fast because I'm coming at after you as soon as you're fucking doing anything. That ass is mine. Pause. You feel me? And I'd be the same way if I was a contestant. I don't give a shit. We're not buddies. We're not friends. I have nothing to say to you. I'm focused on one thing. It's time to win. That's how I do it in sports. That's how I do it in life. Shit, I don't care if I'm playing Monopoly, Parcheesi. uh, Wifey and I, we'll find, like, we'll be on vacation and we'll start throwing rocks at another rock. And see who can get get it the closest or hit the rock, and then we'll go to another one. We'll go a little bit further, or with my with my kids, who can shoot the shot from around from the other side of the room, who can shoot it off the wall. And I love my kids. I'm all about the kids. I love my kids, but I'm trying to win. I'll I'll, I'll pump you up here and there, but yo, when it comes to a rock clearing game or something random, nah. <laughs> I'm trying to assert my dominance and let everybody know that I can win. Hey, call me a bad guy. Call me what you want. I think it's just like it's helping build thick skin. You know, if your dad is kicking your ass about with uh, with d- any during any type of event, sport or whatever, you know, toughen up. Go a little bit harder. Now, I'm not saying I'm go- I- on the basketball court. I'm sitting there like dunking on motherfuckers. But I'll give them a little taste here and there, a little shimmy. But it's just to get the better. But when it comes to rock-throwing games, there's no... No. I take no prisoners. It's over. I'm winning. When wife Wifey's on the next episode, she can talk about that. She's taken many L's uh, from me on the rock-throwing game. She tries to keep up, but she just can't. Um, we'll be having another episode. I would say... Hopefully... In the next couple days wife will be on here cause I have like a plethora, it's one of my favorite words, a plethora of information that I wanna talk about. <laughs> I have a list, but I can just tell you a little sneak peek, a fucking older lady choke the shit out of a mountain lion. Let that sink in for a second. A older lady choke the shit out of a mountain lion. I'm not gonna give any details. I'm not gonna say who won. She may or may not be alive anymore, but she choked the shit out of this fucking mountain lion. I'm telling you, the theory that we have little uh, we have superheroes amongst superheroes amongst us. I don't know, maybe a conspiracy, but there's some people doing some shit out there where you're like, you what? Another lady could smell a scent within the person, whatever we you know, whatever we put off within our pores, within our sweat, perspiration, etc., She could smell a certain disease <laughs> in that person. Uh, she smelt it first, blah, blah, blah. I'm not gonna tell you more details, but she smelt it. They figured out, I, I can't tell you anymore. But basically she figured out what was wrong with this person based on a scent that only random people could, could smell. I'm pretty sure that's a superhero trait. I can't do that. Um, But let's just say there was one person that it was seven years in advance. She knew it. They had it documented, etc. The person got that disease seven years later. I don't know. Um, To me, that's pretty sick. But anyways, so next time, wife will be on here. We'll go through some things. Um, and then we'll we'll kind of have some banter. But this has been Doc, that's my name. Uh, another episode of Sicker or Poor. Be blessed. Do your thing. Don't go on TV and say woe was me. Fuck everyone but the Lakers. Take no prisoners in the rock game. And do your thing, homie. All right. Namaste. We out.